Welcome one and all to the Happy Go Moody podcast with your hosts Vivian and Natalia. Today we want to talk about a marathon. Natalia ran a marathon, people. She also came to visit me in Massachusetts. So let's get into it. Hello, Natalia. Hi, girl. <laughs> What's going on? How are you feeling? We are, well, we are recording this in October. A lot of things uh, have happened. Natalia came to visit me. We, she ran in a Connecticut marathon, right? Yeah. And it was awful and awesome at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about that. Like what made you, what made you start running in the first place? Um, so it was during pandemic, I, I think 2020, I start, I was, um, I joined a, a group of women that would like help each other, uh, get motivated to exercise. And we had a coach and she decided to put a stop, uh, uh, as part of the challenge for us to run once a week. So I remember the first run, she said, you only have to run one mile and then walk the one mile back. So you're, you're, you know, it's going to be a two mile, but a one mile run and the other mile walk. And I remember I ran for about 0.2 miles and I was like, I'm done running. <laughs> and then I walk a little bit and then I run a little bit more, uh, very slow. And I was completely not into running at the time. Um, but then I kept doing every week, you know, going a little bit more. And then I start like, I remember the first day, the first time I was able to run a full mile without walking, it was such an accomplishment you know I was like oh this I imagine this, this feels so good because I couldn't run a mile without walking before um so I started running and I kind of like added that as part of my routine just to run here and then and then start running a couple 5ks then I decided to try a 10k um so I, I practiced for that and I started doing a couple of 10ks and then my sister and I think I mentioned actually here my sister one time I think so I know yeah she called me in May and she was like hey when you come here to Germany let's run 21 kilometers which is a half marathon I was like that's insane I don't think I can do 21k and for who don't know for who it's not aware. Natalia's family lives in Germany, her mom and siblings. And uh, I think you go every year, right? To visit them. Yeah. I try to do once a year, at least to, to see everyone. So when I, when I went this year in May, I was, I had told my sister, yes, for the run. Um, I was not able to run the 21 K I, I ran like, I think 10, 10 kilometers or so. And then I walk. A lot on the way back <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but I, I completed the 21k regardless if it was walking or running and that got me motivated to like maybe I should you know try to sign up for a half marathon um but then but then I watched the movie uh I think it's Britney ran a marathon yeah I've watched that movie it's really fun it's very interesting I actually will we usually don't have the same taste for movies but that one it just gives you like all the good feelings because it looks like the movie's going towards an unhealthy place. And then all of a sudden it goes to like this very informative, healthy place. And I was like, oh, nice. 
<laughs> and it is inspirational, right? I think yeah. she was a, yeah, she's super inspirational. And, and she is a person also that didn't run that much or didn't run at all. And then she started like running and practicing for a marathon. Is it based on a real story? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. That's even mm -hmm. better. That's one of the reasons why I watch too. You know, I like to watch movies that are based on real life. Yeah. And I read a lot about the real um, Britney. Her name is not Britney. Uh, I don't remember the her real, real person. name now. Yeah. But it's, it's very interesting. And in the, if you ever watch the movie, but in the movie, she has like a best friend, a roommate best friend. That it's a little, sometimes she acts a little mean, right? Or say things that are a little. Like judgmental. Little, yeah. Judgmental towards Britney. And when I was re uh, reading about the real story, she says that she did not have that person in her life. She didn't have a roommate like that. However, she thinks the movie portrayed very well how she judged herself. She was that person in her head telling her, ah, you're not a real runner. You know, like those things. That's what she said on the interview, right? That she didn't have that friend, but she had that voice in her head saying, oh, you're not a real runner. And, and I thought it was super interesting. But anyway, I watched the movie and on a Sunday night and I felt super inspired. And on Monday, I was like, you know, I don't think I can do this by myself. I don't think I can train and sign up for a marathon and stuff if I don't have like a, someone that is there supporting and trying, you know, maybe going for the same goal because as Brittany, she found people that were also training for the marathon. I was like, I should look for someone that would be interested. And I was thinking about my friends that run and, uh, and then I have this one girlfriend that I know she is kind of like me, you know, <laughs> in a lot of ways. And I thought like, she's gonna say yes to this. I think she would take the challenge. I think she would like it. <laughs> and she would think it would be kind of like cool. But at the same time, it's not going to be someone that is going to be like stressing me out saying, you have to run. And how can you not run like 20 miles today? Yeah, <laughs> not too much. Because I couldn't I couldn't do that. I know I'm not like a, I'm not like a super fast runner or a great runner either. So I invited her on Monday and she said yes. And we were like, okay, let's do this together. So we put a plan together of the training. Uh, they say you need a, about 16 weeks to practice for a marathon. So this is like you already practicing for the marathon, not for a half marathon? Yeah, no, that's after I watched the movie, I was like, I can do a marathon. Oh, practice wow. for a marathon, yeah. So um, I looked online. Well, I knew what I needed for what I read. is like, if you run, they say basically online. If you on, um, there's a website called, uh, the world's runner and they have a lot of great tips for running half marathon, marathon, even like, um, if you go to the world's runner.uk, they even have, um, training plan It's all free online. You don't have to pay. Okay. So it's a, it's a great site to go to get, you know, suggestions and recommendation tips. Yeah. And a program, right? Because it's important. I feel to prepare. Yeah, so I went there and then they they basically say if you can run a 10K within like an hour, then you should be ready to prepare for a marathon within 16 weeks. If not, you need a little bit more time. I looked online to see what marathon was happening, you know, 16, 16 weeks from there. And I was hoping there was something in Atlanta, but there wasn't. So I found one in Connecticut, which is fairly close to you. So I was like, hey that would work because then I can actually stay at Vivian's <laughs> house and I can get to visit her. 
<laughs> that's gonna be amazing so i told uh my friend hey you know i think uh vivian is not gonna mind if both of us stay there and i asked you and you said it was okay um so we start putting the plan together start practicing and, and following that training plan we created uh and, and we were really good on following the train the training you know for the first maybe two months okay and then things just went downhill. <laughs> you know, things happen. You start like I got sick one week and then I couldn't do too much that one week. And then there was another time to, like my knees start really hurting when I start like hitting the higher mileage. Um, so I was like, OK, I can't force my knee because I don't want to get injured. So I have to listen to my body. So I think we started great. And then it was kind of like downhill yeah but not downhill like i i don't know because i don't run and even though i got very excited about your enthusiasm about running and then other people i talked to are like just started running out of nowhere i was like yeah i'm gonna try and then no i <laughs> i don't like running i like walking i walk every day i walk very far but i do not like running but anyway i it might be normal right to run into some bumps because our body does get injured and life does happen in the middle of like training so i would Im i think you're very dedicated but i would imagine that it's somewhat normal right yeah i think i, I think it's normal and they even say on the website you can you can Things are going to happen and they say if you can if you can follow if you stop the plan for more than 2 weeks then you should reevaluate if you're going to actually do the marathon. Um, um but you can always try to adjust and always do your best and I I am a person that I like to push myself to really to the limit and that was a little scary for me because I was afraid that I would like I'll just get an injury, you know, and keep running because for me, my goal is like to finish and I don't care if I'm bleeding, I'm going to finish. You know, that's just, that's just my personality. And I was a little, and I was a little like trying to calm myself down and say, stop being crazy. You know, no one is forcing you to do this. There is no shame of not finishing, no shame of, you know, if you cannot do it, you cannot do it. That's okay. Um, so there was a lot of like, um, I guess, learning conflict yeah. in your inner world yeah. i guess like someone is like oh man I, I really should go today for a run and i'll get right and then i started like man my, i don't feel right like my knee doesn't feel right i don't feel right i don't want to do it and that's why i love that i invited this one friend of mine because she was she's very calm right and she's all about like hey listen to your body you're doing that you know the, to be happy and stuff so i'll talk to her and she's like yeah if you don't it's okay to walk you know, it's okay to skip. It's okay to rest. And, um, and, and that helped me like a lot. I think she's the reason why I didn't get injured and I was able to finish. Um, so the train, they say three weeks. Some people say three weeks. Some places and people say three weeks before the marathon, you do your long run. Some places say two weeks before the marathon, you do your long run. We decided that would be three weeks before. And normally the long run is 18 to 20. Some people even go 22 miles, uh, not more than that. Okay. I think normal plans are like 18 or 20 miles uh, before the, the marathon, which is 26 miles, right? We did not do that. 
three weeks before we did 60 miles and I promise you when I finished the 60 miles, I couldn't have done two more. <laughs> and, um, and that was a little scary mm -hmm. because we, we were training and we were like, okay, today is three weeks before we should be able to do, you know, up to 20 miles. And here I am 16 miles and I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't go farther if I wanted to. And uh, I could not even walk more if I wanted to, because my knee really started hurting. Um, so I was worried, but I was like, you know what? I'll do my best. I'll go there in three weeks and I'll, I'll try. And if I have to stop, I stop. Um, and I, and I remember like one week after that long run, I, called you because I was very frustrated because my knee was still it was still hurting from the 16 miles and you you sent me some good energy to heal my knee which was very appreciated yeah um and then we got to pack our bags to go to Connecticut Hartford Connecticut and then I went to Connecticut to meet you guys the night before the marathon and when I entered the apartment, the Airbnb, you were sick. You were having a sore throat. You were not feeling well. I was so frustrated because the night, I, the day before the marathon, that's when we flew to Connecticut and I was not feeling well at all. On the plane, I put my mask on and I told her, uh, uh, you know, my friend that was traveling with me, I told her, I'll have my mask at, all the time because I do not want you to get sick now because just me sick, you know, the day before the marathon is enough. We don't need two people sick. <laughs> Plus everyone um, else in the plane. <laughs> no, of course. We went to do brunch and then she was like, oh, come on. It's okay. I, I'm, you know, even if I get something by the time the marathon is over is when I'm going to start feeling it. I was like, okay. So we had brunch together. I didn't have to have the mask in the apartment, but I was very frustrated. Because I trained, you know, and I really wanted to do it and I wanted to finish. And there is a cutoff time, which is six hours. And I, my goal was just to finish within those six hours. I, of course, I wanted to do as fast as I could possibly do. But, mm -hmm. you know, as long as it was under six hours, I would be happy. Because it's my first marathon. Yeah. I just want to finish it. So anyway, um, I went to bed very early. We did our carb loading the day before. Because that's another thing that we had to, I had to educate myself when we run. It's very important to, you know, fill your body with uh, carbs and like energy so you can, you can keep going and you don't hit the wall during the run. So I had to get used to all the practice runs for like long runs. I have to get used to drink those gels and drink plenty of water. Yeah. And you get sick of those gels after a while. I'm telling you that. But also it's important to take those gels and um, hydrate before you start feeling tired. Because a lot of people, when they're running, they're like, oh, I'm starting to feel like out of energy. And then they pop in a gel. That's normally too late. You should, you know, they say within like 30 to 45 minutes running, just pop a gel in and then keep in and do the same thing. So you don't even start feeling tired because you don't want to do that. If you start feeling out of energy, then you're like, it's, it's, it's too late for you to be taking the ice the hydration or the food or and then I went to bed super early because I was not feeling well yeah I've even got there I know I'm happy you're here I love you hi Godzilla I'm happy to see you and she said good night <laughs> <I'm going to laughs> for who doesn't know Godzilla is my dog this 
little Yorkie. You can go to the Happy Gomuri. I mean, Happy Underline Gomuri on Instagram, and you can see a little picture of that rascal. Yeah, and he came. He came to see me too, which I was super proud. <laughs> I was like, "That's cool." So the morning has arrived, you guys. I was passed out in the living room, but you guys got up <laughs> and you went. Did you have any feelings of anxiety or excitement? How did you feel the morning of the marathon? Well, let me say this. I went to bed, I think, at 7 p.m. the night before, and I was feeling frustrated. I was feeling mad, and I was a little scared. And I really laid in bed without my phone, without TV, with the light off, and really just tried to meditate and make myself be happy and proud of the next day and kind of like manifest my run, me going across the finish line before the six hours and uh, just trying to get all those happy feelings and get the sickness away and forget that I was feeling bad. And I was just like, I'm going to wake up renewed, full of energy and blah, blah, blah. And I kept doing that. And I don't know how long I laid in bed before I actually fell asleep. Because if you're not used to sleep at 7 p.m., you're not going to just fall asleep at 7 p.m., right? Yeah. So I don't know because I didn't have my watch with me. I was not checking the time. I was like, whenever I sleep, I sleep. Oh, and also when Vivian got there, she brought me a little... Um, Garlic cider, I guess you call it, right? As fire cider. Because you told me fire cider. on the way there, I already knew that you had, you were not feeling 100%. And then I thought, I'm going to bring fire cider just to like, because it's very good for the immune system. It has ingredients that boost the immune system. So I, and when you get a cold right in the beginning or a little sore throat and you start taking, sometimes it doesn't even develop into something. Then I thought, I'm going to bring it. I always, you know, I do the fire cider and I always like bless it with like, you know, healing. Uh, and I, I brought some to you, which you like despise the taste, but you took it. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. And by the way, there is no alcohol on it. It's just really ingredients like garlic and other things like that to boost your immune system. I took a, a spoon, a, a spoon full of it and it tastes, <laughs> I'm sorry, Vivian, but it tastes disgusting. <laughs> However, it helped. I woke up next morning and I was feeling mm -hmm. better. My throat still hurt, and I was a little like skeptical about my throat. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't feel like sick. You know, you don't. I didn't feel like my body. When you feel sick, and your body's just like giving up. Not, yeah, your body's just tired, and everything aches. And that was not the case on the marathon morning. I woke up and I was energized, energized, <laughs> I knew the words I just couldn't say. I, just, I, just, I was energized. Um, but I was afraid of the throat, so I put like a little wrap around my throat. Yeah. Um, just to not get the cold air, because I think it was like 47. Or, yeah, it was very chilly. It was chill in the morning, yeah. So anyway, um, it was exciting. I mean, I was excited. And once we, we walked there, uh, my friend and I, we walked there. Vivian was sleeping. And... <laughs> So we walked there to the start line and there, there were like a thousand five hundred people. Wow. Um, and just like they had music on and just that energy, right? It just it, it's so it's such a great feeling. It's it's like, wow, this is cool. You know, I was happy to be part of that moment, you know. That's awesome. It was amazing. And so we started, and it's like I had all this energy in me, you know, from the whole thing. 
And another cool thing is anyone can go online to Hartford um, Marathon and look for the person's name that is running. If they know someone that is running, mm -hmm. they can put like, if you know, oh, Natalia's running, you can put like Natalia and then you pick my name and then you can put your cell number and then you get text message to see updates. And um, so it's kind of cool too that I, like I was running and, and I put my own name. So I follow my, yeah. myself <laughs> and I follow my friend. Uh, but just so I could see what, you know, like my husband, the messages my husband was getting and, you know, and, um, and I could also track my friend at the same time because we're not running side by side. We're just, you know, running the marathon. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was so nice because every, every like mile, there was like every three miles, basically you get a message and, and then you get texts from your friends saying, Hey, you were doing this, you know, and, and good job. And it was just, it was just such an amazing feeling up to mile 18. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing pretty well up to mile 18. I was like, this is awesome. I'm loving it. And so many people also watching your run and, and, and like cheering for you. Right. And signs. And it was, it was so much fun. I really enjoy, but after mile 18, I, I, I like, I hit a wall. I decided I'm going to have to walk. Like, but that's a lot, isn't it? Mile 18, like, that's a lot. And, and let me say this. I have never in my life ran more than 60 miles, yeah. which was the long run. So it was such an accomplishment for me. I was so proud, right? When I, when I got every, every mile along the way was like, this is a record that I am, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So after 18, I started walking and I thought, you know, I'll run a little bit more when I get to 20. But then after that, I just couldn't, I, I like my, my, my legs and my knees. And luckily I, I ran enough that I knew when I hit 18, I knew if I walked in this like kind of fast pace, I still can cross the finish line before six hours. So I was, at least I was not stressed out about that. And I'm like, okay, you take it easy. You, if you need to walk, just walk. So I, I just took like a, a fast pace walking. And I just kind of like, I put that pace and I kept going and I couldn't just change the pace because my body didn't understand anything other than that. Yeah. I was, uh, so I slept, I, I slept until, you know, I don't remember when, but we left the Airbnb later because I thought I'm not going to go to the finish line while they're running. Cause no one is going to be there. Uh, so I was getting the updates on my phone of your running. And that was very interesting because it will tell you exactly like, oh, Natalia just passed mile five, you know, like, oh, she just passed mile 10. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's really going. And then I did notice when when it got to mile 18, I stopped getting updates. And then I felt like, <laughs> oh, I think she's probably, you know, walking or guessing out a little bit. And then. We had breakfast and everything, me, Kevin, and Godzilla. Um, and then we started, we went to the finish line. There was a lot of people and a lot of dogs actually watching the, <laughs> the marathoners like arrive, the runners arrive. And uh, then I never texted you because I thought like, I just don't want to bother you. You know, I just don't want to make you want to look at your phone because I thought it would be like bothersome but I'm happy that some people did because it seems like you were really pumped up after you got some texts right 
Yeah, because I mean, is this amazing and it's fun, but for me, it's a little boring. <laughs> Because I, I like, like, I, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm the one that is always talking, right? So I actually, I FaceTime a friend from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was literally running on mile 17 and she calls me because the, um, the eclipse was about to start. Oh, and yeah. She, and I completely lost the eclipse. I completely and forgot. She, yeah, it was only partial where we were, but still, right? She's she knew there was an eclipse, and you could see from US. And then she was like, she called me, and I was running, and I answer, and she's like, "Oh, are you running?" I was like, "Hey, I'm running a marathon." Oh she's my like, God. "Why did you answer?" I was like, "That's fine. We can talk while I run." <laughs> I didn't mind like that people were texting me, and I, I texted you saying like, "Hey, I don't think I'm gonna get there until like yeah, because I calculated my pace walking." Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, in my head, you know, I'm going to probably be there in five hours and a half. And uh, so I texted you. I said, hey, I'm going to be there like at 1.30 p.m. Uh, and that's that's what I, I did a marathon in five hours and a half. And I know the average of a woman running a marathon is four hours and 45. And I was really wanted to hit that average. And I didn't. But I have to tell you this. I am so proud that I did in five hours and a half. <laughs> no, I'm super proud of you because... The fact this is your first marathon and you still finish under six hours. So I think that's a huge accomplishment. And I feel like if you continue to train and you have the desire to do a second marathon, you're only gonna, going to get better, you know, because the experience will give you more of a sense of, you know, how, what do you need to do to better yourself for next time? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have to say that before I went, in the marathon, like before the run that morning, I was really trying because I am very like I have this competitive nature that I don't like and I try to get out of it. Right. And I'm training with that. And and because um, I, I don't think comp competitiveness is a great thing. Honestly, I don't think we should be comparing ourselves with anyone and competing with each other. I really don't believe that. Um, I like to compete with myself now with runs and then compare my own time, you know, like how I was last time compared to how I was now. That's, I think is a little healthier, uh, but still we shouldn't push ourselves too much. And I, I have this nature of trying to push myself too much. So I was telling myself, even if you don't finish, it's okay, right? I should be proud of myself just for doing this because I didn't know if I would be able even to finish because of my knee, because I didn't really do the long run like it's, you're supposed to, you know? I didn't know how I would feel after because I did a 16 miles three weeks before and I couldn't even walk afterwards. So it's like, I don't know if I can do 26 miles, uh, but I'm here. I'm trying and I, I'm, it's OK if I need to stop on mile 20 or mile 18 or mile 16 and, and be picked up by, a, you know, by by the marathon worker there <laughs> and be brought to the ha to the finish line by car. That's OK. So I kind of like telling myself that it was fine and I, I was proud just for being there and um but finishing was pretty cool and it was like i saw you and godzilla and kevin and yeah i started walking when you told me like i think i'm on mile 22 i don't I remember was on 25 and exactly. i said i think I oh, okay said, yeah i have one mile left yes yeah, so then we started walking towards where you were going where where you were coming right and we will start walking towards there and godzilla would get really excited when he saw runners passing and i thought like oh maybe he will like maybe i'll give him to her so she can run with him 
and um then when I encountered you, you were so serious. You were like it's still in a very fast pace walking. And uh I was like, yeah, you made it. And I was like, yeah, do you want to take Godzilla? And you're like, no, I can't take dogs. Then we just like, Kevin ran to take some pictures, ran ahead of you to take some pictures of you. And I was running behind you guys to, you know, catch up. It was funny because I was fast walking at this point. And then Kevin was like, he asked me, hey, can you run a little to so I can take a picture of you running? I was like, I don't think I can. <laughs> I was like, I understand it would look nice, but I, I don't think I can do it. I'm saving all the running left for the finish line because I want to at least cross the finish line kind of running. <laughs> uh, it was it was so much fun. It was it was kind of exciting. And then when you when you approach the finish line, there was like there were all kinds of things going on. There were like people playing guitar and certain miles, like just solo playing guitar and playing songs. There was people with the little um, uh, cowbells, uh, a lot of people cheering for their like family members and people just cheering in general. Like you just get excited because people, you can see oh, that the yeah. runners put so much into it. And then at the finish line, there was a DJ and there was a, uh, a just a, the announcer, right? So everyone who starts approaching the finish line, he has their name and where they're from. And he goes like, Natalia Bears from Atlanta. And uh, Kevin was like, I think that Natalia thought she did something wrong. because." <laughs> First of all, he, he said Natalie Birch. And I was like, is he talking about me? And he's like, wait, wait, Natalia. And then he pronounced my name right, you know, like, and he said like, Natalia Bears. Like, why is he calling my, I didn't know they would call everyone's name that passed the finish line. I was like, yeah. So, and then he's like from Atlanta, Georgia. And then I kind of look at him. He was like in this like kind of a stage. Right. And, um, and then he has something like, raise your hand. If that's your, if that's your personal record. That's why I raised my hand. And, and, uh, that's why we got the pictures also with me, like thumbs up. Cause he said at the end of the race, also after you cross the finish line, there was a little like button you can press if you, yeah, if yeah. it was your personal best. And then of course I pressed the button <laughs> and then people are like, yeah, your friend also made it before six hours. She was right there. And I was so proud of both of you, your friend. I will say she, we are not going to tell her her name because we don't know if she feels comfortable with us uh, telling her name uh, for everyone to hear, but she has very like stable energy, right? Like she's very, yeah, it's very centered. centered. So I think, yeah. Even though it was Natalia, when she finished, I thought she was going to be dead. And she was like super energetic. You know, she wasn't walking her normal, <laughs> like her normal self, because obviously she was really tired, but you were like super happy, super like energized. I don't know. I felt like the day off, you were like fine. Fine-ish. I was, I was happy. I was energetic, but my legs did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to say not only me, but me and uh, my friend, right? We couldn't. We're so lucky that uh, Vivian and Kevin and Godzilla were there for us <laughs> because they were nice enough to get the car. So we didn't have to walk too far for the car. <laughs> and um, we got in the car and we drove to their house. And uh, when we got to their house, we, of course, took a shower. It was much needed. 
Um, but I didn't, I, I, I told Vivens like, I am not going upstairs for a shower, take a shower downstairs <laughs> and I'm only going up those stairs to sleep. <laughs> uh, they carry our bags in and then I took my shower, sat in that couch and I didn't get up. Like I, I was served, you know, I was served dinner and it was so nice of you guys to take care of us because I, I couldn't. I couldn't walk normally. I couldn't bend my knees, so I, I walked like a zombie. It was, <laughs> and we made noises every time we tried to get up and sit down. Like, ah! Oh! <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that. No, but right when you're done, right when you were okay, I finished. You were not. I didn't feel you were that bad. You were walking a little funny, but you were bending your knees too and everything. Yeah. But then when no, you once guys pulled off, yeah, when you guys arrived here at our place, you both were like two little mummies. You know, like you know, like the Walking Dead <laughs> zombie. Know. Like that's how they were walking. I know. And then that's the right. funny thing is that we were so happy for you guys, and you know, it's my pleasure to to help in any way I can because one I enjoy your company I really vibed with your friend she's like the coolest cat but also it's so fun to like support your friends in such like a big endeavor but then talk about the here's a little information about what happened my husband he would be asleep And then he wakes up in the middle of the night because he's hungry and he goes in the dark to the kitchen downstairs to have a snack or something. Sometimes he sits outside and he's crazy. Natalia has similar habits. She does wake up hungry. Plus, she ran a marathon, people. So this this woman, I cannot tell you how much she ate in the next two days following, you know, like after the marathon. She was like a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> Everything she would see, she would eat it. <laughs> So, so you happened, you guys were here and everyone was asleep and then you wanted to, you woke up hungry, I guess. Well, I woke up, it was 3.30 a.m. and I woke up, I didn't wake up hungry. I woke up like starving at 3.30 <laughs> and I was in so much pain on my legs that, you know, when you're sore from exercising, that was like next level sore. I was laying in bed, and if I would turn one way, I had to turn very slowly, and it would hurt. And turning the other day, oh it God. would hurt. And I'm like, I don't know if I can even make it to the kitchen to make something to eat. I, I don't know. And I'm, and I'm like, okay, I can stay here starving and in pain, or I can be in pain and eating. And then I was just imagining me walking to the kitchen. I was like, I don't think, you know. It can be that much worse than what it is right now. <laughs> oh so I would just like drag myself to the kitchen and eat something. At least I'm not starving anymore. And then I would debate if I yeah. can go back to bed. If I can, I would just stay in the couch, you know. Because <laughs> at that point, I did not know if I could make it to the kitchen to eat because my legs were not happy. Um, so I, I got up very slowly and I was walking like a zombie, very slowly in pain. And I was trying in the dark, in the dark. And I was trying not to make any noise either because I didn't want to wake up anyone. But when I got to the stair, the stairs, I started going downstairs. It really hurt. So I was like, you know, <laughs> Every step, there is a window. There is a window that goes to outside. Oh, little detail. We did watch a horror movie before we went to bed. 
Oh yeah. What did we watch um, that night? The, the, the um, um, uh, paranormal activity. Paranormal activity. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, so there, going down the stairs, there's a window in my house that you can look, uh, kind of like the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, and I, I normally I don't get um too scared with horror movies or stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, I can do it. I'm not gonna be afraid or anything. So I went looking like a zombie, walking like a zombie, um actually making zombie noises <laughs> and as i oh and i have my my phone my cell phone light and but i was holding you know my cell phone as i could just i was holding as my phone you, you wobble from one side to another <laughs> exactly so it was like just the light was going up and down up and down <laughs> and um so i was going downstairs and i just i, I see like a shadow outside but then thankfully kevin started laughing so I didn't get scared because I knew Kevin was outside, but I was like, why is he laughing like crazy, right? So he came inside and I was still going down the stairs because you can imagine I was going very slow. Um, he had time to go all the way around and come inside. And he's like, oh, Natalia, we scared me. I just saw the light from inside of the house and like some weird shadow coming down the stairs very slowly. I thought Vivian was trying to scare me and then yeah. I realized it was you. <laughs> Because I scare so. Kevin all the time. I love to scare people. And sometimes I hide in places and I wait for him to pass and I give him a big scare. I do that like almost weekly. So he thought it was weird because he saw a light coming down. It was dark inside and he was outside. I don't know doing what, gazing at the stars, smoking weed, God knows. And then he saw this light wobbling from one side to another coming down the stairs. And then he saw Natalia and he said like, it was honestly hard to recognize her because, you know, she was in her pajamas, her hair was down, and she was, like, just making a face when she, when she was going down the stairs. And then he was like, oh, he started laughing. I was in so much pain. Oh, and this is another thing for people that don't know me. My hair is never down. I am awake. I have my hair up yeah. always. So, yeah, seeing my hair down is not something normal so that was it was hard to recognize at the, in the dark oh that's funny yeah i made but it i made, you it. made I it ate to the kitchen. triple bread with ham and i don't know what it was in my bread i don't remember you're insane <laughs> you're insane yeah your visit was really nice actually we watched horror movies i got to meet your friend she's cool uh, we spent some time with Godzilla. We actually went on walks, right? I thought you guys would be completely dead, but we went on walks in the woods. Not too far, but you guys walk a little bit after the marathon. Yeah, next day. We we heard it would be good also to the next day to just walk a little. So on Sunday, we, we went for walks. And it, was, it wasn't like easy, but it was okay. And Monday was even better. And yeah. yeah. Now it's kind of normal. We, I usually go, if we go to coffee shops, because I never know where I can take my dog, like what places will be cool. He's very tiny, but, you know, some places is still, they don't like dogs inside, you know, a place that serves food. But you guys were like, oh, it's okay. So we brought Godzilla into a coffee shop. And Godzilla, I'm going to say to you now bluntly, everyone who's listening to us, he's a... He's like an attention whore. He'll do anything for attention. He wants people to pet him all the time. He wants to be in everyone's lap. So 
while we were in the coffee shop, he spent a little time in the window, a little time on my lap, a little time in Natalia's lap, a little time in Kevin's lap, and a little time in our friend's lap. So he was it was his dream come true. And we didn't get kicked out, so that was an accomplishment. <laughs> I don't think they mind at all. That I've been kicked out of places. So sweet too. That's why I'm kind of like apprehensive. Oh, really? But because I want to be respectful, you know, of the places we go. But yeah, it was a fun visit. And do, when you run, do you do you feel a high? Do you have a high of running? Yeah, some people say that. I I don't know. It's like I I I am motivated to go for a run sometimes, but I don't. I don't know if I feel like a high on running. I, I don't, I couldn't say that. A lot of the times I was practicing, I was like, okay, I'm going to run like eight miles today. Normally I'm like, oh my gosh, is this over right? <laughs> so it, it's oh. not, yeah, it's, it's always like a struggle. It's not, I think I, I heard that on the, the app that I always joined. It's like, it doesn't get easier. You just get used to it. Mm. Okay. You know? So you feel you got used to it, but it's not something that you're like, while you're running, you're feeling like a bliss or anything. I Not me. I, I believe some people do. I, I, I don't. I mean, I, I'm happy I run. I listen to my music. And most of the time, I am kind of like disconnect, which is the good thing. But if I reconnect to me and running, I'm like, oh, my gosh, let's just walk. You know, it's kind of, it's like constant. It's a constant struggle to like, no, you can run a little more. You know, don't stop to walk now. Just go a little bit more. Um, and I guess you just get used to it. So you start getting going farther, right? But mm -hmm. for me, I don't think it gets like easier. You just, I just get used to that run. You know, I just get used to getting, feeling like, oh, I should walk now. And I'm like, no, I can do this, you know? I see. Do you feel like if you could have done, if you could have done anything different, would you change anything? In your preparation? I mean, I would love to have, you know, ran the whole 26 miles and I had to walk. Um, so I could, I could have had a faster result. Uh, so I think my training would have to be, I mean, I, I should have ran more during my training or farther. But I, I don't think I, I could have changed anything because I, it's not like I was leaving just for the marathon, right? I, I have a daughter, I have a yeah. work, I have a life. So I don't think I would have done anything different. I think it's fine, especially for my, my first marathon. And I, I do plan to do more. I don't know if it's going to happen in a year or in two or in three. Are you back running right now? How long has it been from since the marathon? It's going to be two weeks in two days. Oh, wow. It feels like longer. So do you feel now completely fine in your body? So today I, I went for a walk and I was like, I'm going to try to run a little. It was the first day yeah. that I tried to run. Uh, and my knee just didn't feel right. So I didn't. I ran for like, I don't know, 0.2 miles. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to force it. My knee feels funny. Um, I did read online. They say like 20 for each mile, you should give a day. So after 26 days, you can, you know, go back to it. But I, I know people that run a marathon and like a week later are already running. It's not me, though. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're all different. Uh, yeah. And do you right now, do you have the desire to do another one or you feel like it's going to take a while for you to come to that decision again? I sign up for one next year. Um, but oh, you did. But it's a lottery and my chances to get in is like 15 percent. I, I sign up for the Berlin Marathon. The sign up is open oh. until November and uh, the lottery happens in December. Um and I'm like leaving the destiny to decide if I, 
if I get picked on the lottery, then I'm going to run a marathon. If I don't get picked, then I, I won't run it. But then I don't think I'm going to run the next year. So I don't, I don't think I'm going to do a marathon unless it's, unless I get picked on the lottery. But it's only like a 15% chance, I guess, I get picked. So Okay. Let's see. December will update everyone if you got in or not. Yeah. Part of me wants me to get in. Part of me doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really like, uh, yeah, whatever happens. Yeah, I see. I admire that. I admire that a lot. I Do you feel like having a friend, even though you guys didn't run together in the marathon, do you think that was an element that gave you more motivation? Oh, I don't think I could have done it without her. Mm-hmm. That totally having someone that is there, you know, to, I don't know, to just share that with you, right? Just yeah. share the training. We didn't even on the training. There was maybe two or three days that we actually trained together, that we, we were mm -hmm. together. Most of the training was she running by herself and I running by myself. And we would just update each other. We had, a, we created a little group, you know, uh, WhatsApp messages. And we would just kind of like motivate each other and say, hey, I did that. And we, we shared the plan there too. Um But I think I kind of like needed that. And some people may not need it. I don't know. I am more, I am a very community person. I like to have people around, you know, and talk about the stuff I'm I'm doing. And uh, so I, I wouldn't have, I don't think I would have finished. I, I wouldn't have done without her. And not only her, like my neighbor, he, he runs marathons too. And he helped me a lot. Uh, with like the train, putting the training together with uh, nutrition and a lot of tips and stuff I got from him. And there is, Two friends from work to that that run marathon, actually three of them, and they helped me a lot too with information and with the websites and all of that. And if it wasn't, I, I think like if it wasn't for all these people, right, I would not, I I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it. So you really had a a supportive group behind your your plan. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. super cool. Uh, if you were to give someone who is once you start running not a marathon but once you start running in their life what would be something that you can tell them that it, it's helpful just don't overthink it just do it don't overthink it you know sometimes i i don't know i do that a lot stop thinking <laughs> just mm -hmm. do it try to think how you feel afterwards so have that feeling already like oh i feel so great that i finished you know that one run today even if it's like just a mile run today imagine like in one hour i can be feeling amazing because i went for a one mile run or i can be exactly the same way i'm right now that sometimes helps. yeah so keep your eye on the goal and uh don't think too much just do it That's, I think, is good advice for many, many different areas because sometimes we overthink in many different ways. And that's our Happy Go Moody podcast for today with your hosts, Vivian and Natalia. If you run, if you have interest in running, share your thoughts with us. We are on Instagram. We have a Facebook page. Um, and enjoy your day. Bye.